The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, depending on where you're at in this global community. And uh, welcome to Herbie's Cooking Corner for December 6th. 2022. I am Herbie Allen and believe it or not today I am actually in the kitchen once again. That's right. They finally released me from my office and said okay you're actually going to cook again. So get to it. I said all right about time. We even let him choose the recipe. Yeah I know and this is truly amazing because this used to be Herbie's cooking corner and uh, lately, it's uh, somehow, uh, I don't know what it's become, but... Uh, Entertaining? Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> well, on that note, we welcome Twinkling Tori, as uh, usual, as our co-facilitator. Welcome, Tori. Hello, and by the way, it was a wooden spoon. Okay. The, the thing I dropped. So I'm actually lucky that neither of the dogs considered it edible. That is good, um, but don't drop the dish because I knew of a dish once that ran away with the spoon. So, um, well, luckily the dish was still on the counter, so they couldn't run off yeah. together. And that is good, and you have to be careful in that story too because the little dog laughed too, uh, as well. So I think and the cat was playing dogs. the fiddle, if I recall. Yep. And uh, all right, and uh, so today we are going to make garlic chicken. Just uh, want to let everybody know that we are in both Zoom and Clubhouse. So if you do have questions, there will be time for them throughout the uh, call. want to thank Nifty NASCAR Nelvis Nancy for hosting in Zoom and uh, Allison for moderating in Clubhouse today and Deb, as always, for streaming. So without further ado, let's get things started. This is actually a very simple recipe to do. And um, I am hearing somebody in Clubhouse and it's not me. And I know you're unmuted because you're on my right hand side. So, all right. Anyway, I guess I could mute too, but that's okay. Um, Today, like I said, this is a very simple recipe. Perhaps the most intimidating aspect of this recipe for people might be cutting up the chicken. Though you probably could actually do this if you didn't feel comfortable cutting. And do the chicken breast as a whole and then I, you know, cut it up later on. You just you have wanted. to cook it for longer. You just have to cook it for longer. and Or you could just use to tofu, which is a lot easier to cut. Well, you could do that, but, you know. Um, well, I'm so going, going to, to, but not because of cutting. Going, no. we're going. I'm going to use chicken, so if that's all right. Yeah, you can use chicken if you want. Okay, well, thank you. That, that's a good thing, considering it's called the ch- garlic chicken. So uh, this is... Oh, what, you're being technical. Um, okay. Well... I don't know what to tell you. Um, This is the second garlic chicken recipe that I've done. I also did one a little bit ways back called Easy Garlic Chicken. But this one is just garlic chicken. And 
The ingredients are very straightforward, actually. Chicken, butter, garlic, uh, lemon juice, and uh, Ritz crackers. And let's start with the chicken. And we're going to use the chicken breasts for this. I have not tried this with chicken thighs. Largely, that is to do with the fact that I really don't like cutting them. It's one thing when I can use the whole chicken thigh, but they are a lot stringier, a lot more of a challenge to deal with, and so I find them more annoying to work with in that regards. So I'm going to use the chicken breast. These ones that I have actually come in a Ziploc bag, which has a really a tricky top at the moment to get undone so we're going to use scissors but um, some chicken breasts of course will also come in the uh, regular meat type packaging as well which certainly can be easier to deal with these just happen to be frozen and so that's why they are in a ziploc bag but uh, they have been uh, left to defrost so that they are easily cuttable. Okay, did I use my scissors for something? No, I did not. Didn't think so, as we're now going to cut the bag. And um, just trying to cut the top part off. It really doesn't matter because I'm probably going to use this whole bag of chicken breasts anyway. And this recipe, by the way, also works, it goes really well with rice. So that's what we've uh, used. Okay, so I've got the chicken breast out and I'm just going to cut it into small pieces. And there's a couple of ways you can do this. I'm just cutting it in half and then I'm cutting each half into smaller chunks and then I, depending on the size of these chunks, I will cut them. I want them to look a little bit like uh, squares. And um, they will cook the best that way. And so I'm just cut the chicken. I, I, and I just find it easy if I cut the chicken into smaller and smaller pieces. It's easier to work with when cutting them into uh, smaller pieces. But in this matter, this is true whether it's chicken or veggies or whatever. I just find that. Um, yeah, I even smaller. do the same. I even do the same kind of procedure with my tofu. So. Yep. And when you do it this way, you and then I. For those of you that do not know how I cut stuff, I just keep my fingers wide apart. I put the knife in between the space that my fingers create and I can cut safely and not to injure myself. It's a good thing I let these chicken breasts thaw out because cutting frozen things is a pain in the, the focus. Yes, well, I did nearly cut myself once by uh, dealing with frozen chicken and, and my finger got so numb I could not feel where it uh, was. That would Yeah, have... I think I now have a scar on my finger from doing the same thing with tofu a couple of months ago. Uh, fun, fun, fun. Wait for your stuff to defrost, people. 
Yep. Okay, now this next chicken breast. I uh, wish he'd have been left out longer, but okay. That's how it goes. So why don't we pause right here and see if we have any questions so far. So if you do, you can raise your little hands. Or big hands. Or big hands, if uh, whatever size hands they are. And we will get to you in Zoom. It's the raise hand button, which is now, I think, under reactions for most people. And on the uh, Clubhouse, it's the request to speak. Or if you're on Club Deck, it is a raise hand. So with that being said, let's start things over on Zoom. And um, do we have anybody? Not at this time. Not yet. Not at this time. All right. Very good. And how about over on Clubhouse? We have no raised hands at this time, Herbie. All right. Very good. Very good. So I am just... uh, cutting this uh, chicken breast here. Now, I there's a number of ways you can defrost stuff. I had this, just left mine out of the fridge for a couple hours. The safe way is to leave stuff in the fridge ahead of time, and um, I really should have done that, but uh, I forgot to take it out yesterday. So... Um, that is what I did, but the bag was sealed, so, ah, and you're falling off the cutting board, and another thing I forgot to mention, too, the type of knife you use really can help. A nice, uh, serrated knife, I find, is really helpful for when cutting, uh, your chicken, um... So that is what I recommend that you do. And it's better for you to go with a sharper knife because although people say, oh, if it's too sharp, you've got more chance of cutting yourself, it's actually the opposite way around. Yes. It's a kind of reverse psychology thing. And for no other reason, the fact that you're more careful because you know it's a sharper knife, actually. But... uh... Um, whatever the reason you're more likely to cut yourself with a blunt knife um, and also uh, you tend you to, to do more harder. damage because the the cut with a sharp knife tends to be a cleaner cut yes that's what I was about to say with a duller knife you're having to work harder to accomplish the same thing and so um, we are actually telling you to use sharp knives folks so uh it doesn't get any cooler than that, does it? Yeah, all those times your mom's been telling you don't play with sharp knives, and now we're saying, yes, you can. Exactly. Now, another thing that this recipe calls for, which I do not do and do not recommend anybody doing, is to um, rinse your chicken and pat it dry. But uh, this is an older recipe as... Right now they are telling us don't actually wash your meat because that now they know better. spread more germs. Yep. So. Okay. And the other thing with these chicken breasts is you don't know what you're going to get because the some of these are like massive. 
and uh, some are small and so yeah um so don't wash your chicken at least not using the sink so um, and if you decide to wash your chicken then make sure that after you've done so you thoroughly wash uh, the area that you were washing it in the sink and the surrounding area exactly you cannot be too careful when it comes to dealing with raw meat so all right so this chicken is cutting nicely so and um this like i said this is a pretty straightforward recipe what we're going to do afterwards is mix the rest of the ingredients in a bowl and then we're going to put the chicken in a pan and basically uh, cover the mixture let it bake for i think I, it says about uh, 25 minutes if i recall 25 to 30 minutes on 350. yep so like i said a very uh, simple recipe that uh, you can do at home there kitties all right let's check and see if we do have any uh, questions and um with that let us be that way start with zoom nancy Sorry about that. I was looking down the list, and no, we do not have any hands yet. Everyone is too All busy right. making the food because they're hungry and they want to eat. <laughs> very good, very good. Well, um, otherwise, because I was going to say, don't be cruel and, uh, you know, uh, deny, deny these raised hands. Otherwise, you'll be lonesome tonight. So, All right. Actually, I don't know if you would be or not, but uh, <laughs> let's go to Clubhouse then. <laughs> Well, no raised hands here either. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I can't think of any chicken or garlic songs that Elvis uh, did, but um, well, I I don't know. It might have done cluck on you. Oh, that that <laughs> is true. Um. Well, they had that part of Noel McDonald about the chickens. You know, they got out of the line, so they oh, made chicken fricassee out of them. You know, that that that, that is true. Yeah, that's that's his. Apparently, my dogs didn't appreciate my pun there. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was got funny. No use for hound dogs crying all the time. So, <laughs> you need something. He, my Cavapoo loves when I sing him that song. Mm. <laughs> Well, because in his case, the crying all the time means uh, treats, probably. So <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a case of, oh, oh great, does that mean I'm going to get something? <laughs> well, he's going to think how great you are. So, or, 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 okay. Anyway, um... Yeah, moving on. I'm, maybe not. So, I'm defong my hands here a little bit because these uh, chicken breasts were a little bit on the frozen side, so I am washing my hands under uh, hot water. I should probably use cold water, but um, I'm not. But you so need to make that sure frozen. that your hands are not cold. 
Exactly. But if your hands are too frozen, it's better to use cold water to defrost them, not to warm water. And but if you're sensible and do it as soon as they start to feel cold, then you can use the warm water. Yeah. But um, let's just say I learned a lot of things like that while living in Minnesota and dealing with things like getting lost in the snow, cleaning out rabbit cages, things like that that really froze my hands. And uh, there's a reason why I do not live in Minnesota anymore. So, But if you did, you could post me some snow. I could, but you should have asked me back when I... Because I actually did vending at the post office, you know. But I didn't know you then. I know, that's your problem. I, I, I would have sent you snow. Um, well, if you happen to get some, please send it my way. I know that I there's will... not much chance, but yeah. After Chanel's had a moment to enjoy it. Year. Okay, well, we did get snow last year in Texas, so... Uh, there you go. Anything is possible. Uh, you know, just, you know, it'd be a whole lot easier just for you to go to Mount Snowden instead. And uh, Yeah, the problem that is way. that they do keep having snow up on the mountains, but it's not coming down to the valleys. Well, it's snowing up there, and all I keep say, having to sing is, how green is my valley? Well, you know, I'm sure you can find somebody that lives in the mountains who would be more than happy to trade with you, so... Actually, most people who live in the mountains want to be left alone. <laughs> well, don't you live in a dragon's cave? Yeah, but snow's not coming into my cave. Well, actually, I don't think I want it in the cave, but just outside would be great. You know, just a thought. If you didn't breathe fire, that might help just a little bit with the snow aspect, you know. Yeah, that's true. But I can't help it. Okay. Well, we are how we're made, you know. Well, don't they have like dragon breath mints or uh, anything like that? Have you seen the ingredients on those things? Yeah, you got a point. All right. Um, we're having How's a very sorry discussion here on the jack dragon's breath, but. Uh, How's the chicken coming along, Herbie? The, the chicken is coming along. That's why we're. I'm talking like this to relieve the monotony. Um, See, if if people want us to stop, they need to raise their hands. Otherwise, they're gonna have to burst put up with it. Exactly. All right, but <laughs> or leave almost, just like that. Does else We want. We do want them to stay. <laughs> That wasn't your cue to leave, people. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just that somebody just did just after I said. That. I I hope I hope it was a connection issue, <laughs> nothing personal. <laughs> All right. Well, there um, is an herb I called guess... Dragon's Blood. There is an herb oh, called Dragon's Blood. So I don't know if you use it in cooking, though. Probably healing no. and stuff like that. If you hurling, he. <sighs> It's used for healing, and also it makes great incense, but I don't think it's edible. All right. Well, speaking of edible, we're on our last chicken breast here. So um, uh, this one is the most frozen out of them all. 
so that is what's making this take a little bit longer as well. I thought about uh, just cutting them up before we got on the call and uh, doing the other bit, but... Um, you thought they were less frozen than they are, yes. so you thought it wouldn't take long. Exactly. All right. So You do have a raised hand now. All right, we do have a raised Save hand. Save us okay, from ourselves, good. whoever you are. <laughs> Marie... <laughs> Marie. Marie. All right. uh, yeah, hey, I was just wondering how many chicken breasts are you, you got going there. So this one has about six chicken breasts. But uh, so the official recipe calls for like a pound. Um, okay. So you can kind of use your judgment. Um, but it's based on how much chicken ultimately you want. All right, thanks. You are welcome. All right. Do we have anybody over in Clubhouse? No, not at this time, Herbie. All right. And we're hearing something about Germany in the background there. So um, if it's the World Cup, well, it's unfortunate the U.S. lost out. So, But that's the U.S. and men's soccer for you. So what can you expect? Um, let's see here. So next thing we're going to deal with after the chicken is the butter. And we're actually going to use two different aspects of butter here because, um, we need some butter for the bottom of our pan. And then we need butter for the garlic uh, mixture itself. So I meant to get some uh, spreadable butter the other day because that works better for the onion, but uh, mainly because, well, there's a reason why it's spreadable butter. It's easier to spread. No, but, uh, what, really? Yeah, really? So I did the next best, best thing. I got out a two sticks of butter. One is going to be melted and the other one is going to be softened enough that I can just spread it along the bottom of the pan. There, that takes care of the mounds of chicken breast. I'm going to move this knife over to the sink and I'm going to uh, wash my hands. All right, guys, we're about to get down to some serious work here. Well, I've been working, but um, now is an opportune time for questions before I do move on to the next part of the recipe. So um, if you do have any questions, now is your time. Let's start over on Zoom. Not yet. All right, and Allison. No uh, raised hands in Clubhouse. All right. So I'm going to get this. I have really a half stick of butter here for this first part. And I am just going to take a nice little blob of it. And kind of just spread it along the bottom of the pan. I am going to use my hand to kind of uh, flatten it out and um, this is a 13 by 9 baking pan that I'm using by the way I don't think I mentioned that so I'm just using my hand to get it evenly spread 
And of course, uh, what's not spread will just melt. And what I'm going to do now is take the chicken and put it on the bottom of the pan. And I'm just going to pick it up a few handfuls at a time and just get it in there. And then I will come back and make sure it's all evenly spread. I do have my oven preheated, so that's taken care of to uh, the 350 temperature. So I am just uh, getting the chicken in here. And okay, it's going to cover the entire bottom of the pan because of the amount of chicken breast but um that's fine because we will have a lot of chicken and then i'm going to remove the cutting board and it is going to go to the sink and then i'm going to really have to deal with the counter here because it obviously has had stuff worked on it so I'm just going to wash off cur at least cursory for now the cutting board. That way if I accidentally touch it, it's at least somewhat uh, clean. And then I'll do a full scrub down later. I am also now going to, like I said, wipe down the countertop because it has had um, chicken stuff on it. And it's better that we get that uh, sanitized. And there's one piece of chicken there that was on the counter, but I touched with soapy hands. So that's going to... Yep, and I can just tell by cleaning it off that there's little pieces of chicken still sitting on the counter that I am picking up. And really, so... it's vital that you do it with raw meat, but recommended that you do it regardless. Yes. And uh, now I'm seeing some other stray pieces, including one that fell on the floor. Oh dear, all right. So, like I said, with raw meat, I'm very picky about uh, cleaning that stuff up for uh, obvious reasons here, so. All right. Um, So let's get another, do another run through of this. Yep, still seeing things here. Um, and I'm just using a dish rag for this part. And I'm using my other hand to kind of feel along as I'm going. So that way I know what I am doing. So. And one of the reasons why I'm being picky about this countertop, well, I'm about to get out a mixing bowl and deal with the rest of this stuff. So let us, in fact, do that. I forgot to get out the mixing bowl that I needed earlier, but that's okay. We will do that now after I do one more washing of the hands. 
so what we're going to do now, like I said, is work within the mixing bowl. The chicken has been set aside. It's sitting in the pan. We're going to make the mixture and then pour it all over the chicken. So I've got out the mixing bowl. First thing I need is a stick of butter melted. So we're going to use the microwave for that. I've got a stick of butter and a bowl. I'm going to unwrap the stick. I've already let it soften a little bit so it'll have an easier time melting. And I'm just going to kind of break up the butter into smaller cubes. So that way it will melt that much easier. And um, I'm using the unsalted stick butter. It really doesn't matter which one you use. But uh, we're going to now take this over to the microwave. And we will do this in 30 second intervals just to kind of measure the progress of the butter, though it's probably going to really need about a minute, but this has been softened up enough that uh, I want to be sure because I don't want to burn it. And um, just uh, waiting on that. 30 seconds. The microwave has a very musical note. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Uh, the queen or the king has spoken. I don't know which. Uh, we should label you there. Um, okay, it was not completely melted, so I'm going to give it a little bit more time. And uh, we will just talk in the pitch of the microwave because I can. And uh, very good. Okay, I'm now going to open the door. And uh, we've got it out. It's done enough. I didn't give it the full 30 seconds. I probably give it about 15 seconds. I had to guess because it's a lot easier for this particular microwave to do it um, in 30 second intervals. But if you have a more normal microwave, you can just type in 15 seconds. So that is the butter. Then... Next is going to be what the recipe calls the juice from a lemon. I don't know why it just does not say lemon juice. I'm guessing that it's thinking you are going to get an actual lemon and squeeze the juice out of it for the recipe. It does think but that, but me... it thinks wrong. <laughs> what? I said it does think that, but it thinks wrong, doesn't it? It does, because... You can get lemon juice already in a bottle. Wow. Yeah, I did the same thing. Yeah, I know. Um, so with that, what we're going to do is, it doesn't really call for a specific amount of juice either. So I don't know how much juice one lemon produces. So how I've um, done this it's is just... rough, roughly about three table, three to four tablespoons of juice. Your okay. average lemon, so sometimes a bit more, but roughly about that. That's what I go, tend to go with when it says juice of one lemon, and I don't want to go to the trouble of dealing with an actual lemon. 
All right, so I've got in my hand here a bottle of lemon juice. It is a round bottle. Um, this is about a 32 ounce bottle. They also make a 15 ounce bottle, um, but I use the rest of this for lemonade, so um, I get the bigger bottle. And uh, I'm going to get out my two tablespoon measure here. There's my one tablespoon. Where's my two tablespoons? You know, I, I want to pour less often than. Well, yeah, well they doesn't want you to. Well, it doesn't have a choice now because I found my two tablespoons. So, um, it's a round bottle, like I said. It looks a lot, kind of like a soda bottle, but it is not. It does have a print letters on the front of it. So let's get this bottle opened. And uh, you can also tell it's lemon juice, cause it, not soda, because it doesn't fizz. And we're going to take our first splash of lemon juice in the two tablespoon. I'm just pouring it into the thing and I'm pouring, holding it over the bowl. Any extra is going to go into the bowl and that will work beautifully all right next is going to be the garlic all right it calls for three or four cloves of garlic i don't know why it seems that you don't really need that much garlic let me tell you we're going to do a lot more than three or four cloves let me tell you and one of the things that has really made my life easier, I first discovered this on Amazon, so then I went go looking on Walmart, and lo and behold, they have it. In fact, it comes even nicer in the Walmart packaging, is already peeled garlic. You can use already minced garlic. I honestly don't like this stuff. I feel like it has a different flavor. You have to deal with the extra water. But the nice thing about the peeled garlic is you get your cloves, you don't have to deal with the peel, and you can go right to the mincing part. So or I you have can just, you can just use garlic powder. You know, I, I guess you could. I don't think it's. I mean, if you've got cloves of garlic, then you definitely use cloves of garlic. But if you haven't, like for right. example, if you forgot to buy them, um, then if you've got garlic powder on hand, you don't need to worry about that. So basically right now, folks, if you were to have the tofu version of this, it'll be with garlic powder, but... Uh, basically, and, yeah. At this precise yeah. moment, normally I would have the actual garlic cloves, but um, remember the bit about forgetting to buy them? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah, Good I thing I didn't up on that. <laughs> yep. So you see, it's not just me that can forget things for the kitchen. It can happen to us. So I'm using a garlic press. This is, there's, they come in several different varieties. This is just your basic um, little hinged doohickey. You put the garlic in the uh, hole part. You, uh, um, and then the, there's like a little grate that, you know, the garlic filters through. If you have the peeled garlic, it can deal with the peel. You don't have to peel it, but it is a lot more work to have to deal with. So that's why I really love the already peeled garlic. 
And so we're just going to mince away here. And um, like I said, I won't use all the garlic, but I use a lot more than what the uh, recipe calls for. And we're going to scrape the extra out of the grate and kind of use our fingers to break it up a little bit and put it into the mixture. It's all going to cook together rather nicely. All right. So what the recipe actually should say is garlic cloves to taste. Yes. So we're going to do our last bit of garlic. Unfortunately, one of the downsides of dealing with garlic is that it can get under your fingernails and stuff, but when you're not peeling it, it's a lot more tol tolerable, let me tell you. So, I don't remember if there's much of a price difference, but you do get a lot for your bang, so I highly recommend that you get the already peeled garlic when working with this stuff. Alright. I'll leave the garlic out in case I think that it needs more, but I did use at least a good eight to ten cloves. So now I don't let's think it's going to need more than that. Yeah, I don't think so either. But uh... all right. So the last thing we need is our Ritz crackers, and this does not call th this one. They're a lot more generous on. They say to taste. So I found that two was not enough, um, that three tends to be a good amount. Now granted, this is only the third time making this recipe, so some things are a little bit experimental. Ritz crackers, they come in a big box and they have the little uh, packs. Okay, so um, I've got these ones came in like the smaller packs in the bigger box. I'm going to take the last two out of the box and we're going to break up this box and toss it. And, and you can use other, other things that have a similar texture instead of Brits crackers, you know? Yes. Like, for example, you can use pretzel sticks and stuff like that. Very good. But if you're going to use the Brits crackers, now the very easy. You don't need to be fancy schmancy about this because your goal is to open the packet and you're going to crush them. And so what you do is you just take as many as you can hold in your hand and you set the rest of the pack aside and then you just use your hands to crush, 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 crush over the bowl and then you Kind of take the remainder out and if they don't want to come out the pack then you can crush them while they're still in there just as long as you're doing it over the bowl crumbly okay good that's but that's fine and so we're just making as much of a mess as possible inside the bowl who said this recipe isn't fun all right. The only problem one. is we also then have to clean up any mess we make. That's annoying. Yeah, that is. And I don't know why it just doesn't clean itself up. I've tried asking the mess to clean itself. I've tried asking the dishes to wash themselves. I've tried asking the laundry to put itself away as well. Yeah, that would really... You are starting to get some activity over here in Zoom. 
All right, if you guys like can to... just hold your horses for just a little bit, I will get to you. That's why I said the time for questions had uh, was on hold. Oh, um, sorry about that. <laughs> nope, that's okay. It's good to know. Um, and how come but we're just about horse? done here. So I, we're just about done here, so that's why I'm making them wait. So we're just going to use our hands. You could use a spoon if you want, but I'm just using my hand to get all this mixed in together. And it's um, just make sure all your crackers are getting absorbed into the liquid mixture. And you can just kind of smash down a little bit. It's, you, you want a nice little crumbly paste. And you want it to feel all uh, buttery and stuff like that. You also want to be mixing the garlic and stuff into everything as you're doing it. So Yes. That's why it's important to make sure you move it all about and stuff and don't just push it down into the butter. Oh, that, exactly. Because you want this all mixed in. Okay. And so you just kind of move it around the bowl and all nine yards. Now we're going to pour this over the chicken and the idea is to spread it out so that it touches the chicken completely and uh, you want it to touch each part of the chicken so just kind of mix the chicken into the ingredients there and now we are going to put this into the oven after I wash up And like I said, I already have my oven preheated, so now it's just a simple matter of placing it onto the rack and setting our timer. And so with that, hey Google, hey Google, set timer for 25 minutes. All right. 25 minutes. Very Excellent. It's starting now. And on that note, we will now go to your questions. So with that, let's start over on Zoom. And uh, Nelvis, who do we have first? <laughs> we have Heidi first. Heidi, welcome. Hello. Um, well, I asked Lady A two questions. One is how many tablespoons are in a quarter cup? Because that might be easier. And it was four. And a lemon has three tablespoons of juice in it. One hey, medium. All right. So That's I was what right Lady A reports. Your, I was right for your four tablespoons then. Yes, you were. Um, unfortunately, you know, it doesn't help Tori's ego when she's right, but uh, <laughs> how these things go. Oh, we poor thing, Herbie. I am. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Heidi. Let's go. 
<laughs> yes, thank you, Heidi. All right, let's go over to Clubhouse. Do we have anybody? Yes, we currently have one raised hand, and that is Jeanette. So, Jeanette, hey, Jeanette, welcome. Good morning. So I think the graham cracker, uh, graham crackers, I'm so sorry, Ritz crackers is an interesting option. And I will try that the next time I do the chicken. Two things. I have used the jarred garlic. And if you don't use garlic every day and it just kind of sits in your refrigerator, I would not recommend it because while it's convenient, after about a week, it doesn't taste nearly as good. And I think the risk of it going slightly bad is pretty high. Um, and the other thing that I wonder is, have you thought about dipping your chicken in the bowl and coating both sides of the chicken? Or do you just coat one side? <laughs> So I just coat the one side, a couple of reasons. One, it's a lot less work. Um, that's what it calls for is just to be poured over the chicken. And um, But the other recipe we did was that we di dipped it in the coating. Yes. And I will be putting both recipes up on the cooks um, group for anyone who gets that later. And, and, the, th and the thing is, like... The, when it's an advantage to do both is if you want to take it on a chicken, on a picnic, because then you can put it in a container and you can eat it with your fingers and it is oh so delicious. Yes. Yep. Um, I can't say I've ever noticed the jarred garlic going bad, but it does not taste the same as regular garlic. Um, but uh, that... Yeah, maybe it does have an expression. Some stuff that's in, in jars pitch, will, in once once you've opened the jar, most stuff that's in jars will will slowly start to um, not be as right. good. Um, yeah, so I agree. It's just a matter of if you're going to get something that's in a jar, you want to be using it in a short amount of time because once the jar is open it starts having a shorter shelf life than it would if the jar was still sealed. All right. Very good. And I apologize um, for the dogs, but they apparently have opinions. They, they apparently do too. All right. And uh, thank you, Jeanette, and uh, good luck with using the graham crackers. I don't know how well that would work, but... Uh, I, that would I work too. You think so? Okay. I think the Ritz crackers would do a little bit better. But, they yeah. would probably do better, but it would work. I've seen um, recipes where th the thing's been topped with graham crackers and it's worked well. I, I, I like to put chocolate frosting on graham crackers. Now that's good. All right. Uh, I don't think that will work with this recipe. No, no, not with this recipe, but just how I would use graham crackers. All right. Um, let's go back over to Zoom. Who do we have next? Rhyming with the last name we had. Now we had we had Jeanette. Now we have Danette. Hey, Danette. Right. Hello. So, what is the, your oven temperature at? Three fifty. Three fifty. Okay. And and when you're crushing your crackers and and doing your minced garlic, do you put it in with the bowl with the butter and the and the lemon? Do, do you yes. when you're doing that? You, and how many yes. crackers do you, do do you use? Did you did as I hear you just you say two? 
I did too, but you can do as much as you want. Um, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So, so that, okay. that it's really your personal preference. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Yep. And if you want to make sure your crackers are well and truly uh, crushed before, you can do it in a separate bowl, or you can get fancy like I did and play with your mortar and pestle if you've got one. Graham crackers with this recipe, I don't know how well that would go with the chicken. (laughs) Well, because it would be kind of soaked in the butter and lemon and garlic, it would would make it sweeter, but I don't know if that would would go good with the chicken. Okay. it would work if you like the slight sweetness. I mean, there are quite a few recipes that work well with sweet stuff and spices. So I don't see why not. All right. Well, you can uh, try it and let us know. No, I can't. Um, well, you can next time you make it. All right. Um, Clubhouse? Very good. Yep. Oh, that's all the raised hands. We have none. All right. Then let's go back over to Zoom. Cheryl is next. Ah. Hey, Cheryl. Cheryl. Yes, I have several questions, and I also have a suggestion. First of all, back to the garlic. I really am impressed with the fact that um, you could buy the peeled garlic at Walmart. I will look for that. Also, how did y'all cut up the... I didn't understand what kind of device you used to uh, cut up the garlic. I just used a garlic press. Um, so it's device you buy. Let's see how I can to describe it. So basically, it's a um, kind of like, think of it as like a pair of scissors almost. It's not quite. So uh-huh. you get the garlic press. You open up. Um, so it's kind of like hinged together. You open it up, and there's a little depression, like a little well that you can set in a couple of bulbs of garlic. And then you cloves. use the other side cloves, yes, not bulbs, yes, cloves. And then you use the other side and you press down, and uh-huh. it pushes down on the garlic and pushes it through a little, like a little grate. And so the garlic comes out the other side, and so you want it. A lot of it will stick into the little holes itself, but you want to hold it like over a bowl or something, so it'll just go right in. Uh huh. And um, then you open it up and you repeat the process so you get in as much garlic as you want. And uh-huh. then you just clear clear the stuff out of the holes when you're done. Yep. Yeah. So you clear it out with what? Your fingers. So okay, your fingers. Your fingers. Okay. And also, if you push down, if you push the thing all the way back, the top part has little great things that fit over the holes to kind of like push out some of the excess as well. Okay. At least All right. Online, so. so where's the best place to get a a, a good but Pretty cheap garlic garlic press? I got mine on Amazon. Where about Amazon? Amazon, I have them. Walmart, I have them. A kitchen supply store. Pretty much okay. anywhere, um, really. And they only a couple of really, dollars as a rule. Yeah. What'd you say? I'm sorry. What about dollars? They're only a couple of dollars as a rule. They're pretty. Okay. Cheap. All right. I also have a suggestion. Um, yep. On cutting up the crackers. I put some in uh, uh, like a freezer bag or or uh, one of those you know plastic zip like type bags, and I use a rolling pin to crush the crackers. Yeah, that's also a good way to do it. Okay, so how did y'all how did y'all do it in the bowl? Did y'all just break them up? 
Yeah, I just broke them up and used my hands. Yeah. He broke them up with his hands over the bowl, kind of just yeah. crushed them in his hands and let them fall into the bowl. I put mine in a um, pestle and mortar because I've got one. So, And I like to play with it, and it was a good excuse. Uh-huh. Um, but you can basically, any way that gets it crushed, you know, yep. you can hit it with a rolling pin, hit it with a small hammer if you want, but just wash sure. your fingers. Sure. Uh, my other question is, on a stick of butter... Everything's like marked like uh, a fourth, uh, a fourth, you know, small by tablespoons. It's marked by that. How do y'all determine that your measurements when you can't see the butter? We ask the lady A. But as a general rule, you know, you know, a stick of butter is going to be a fourth uh, cup of uh, butter, and um, it's, so. A cup of butter is eight tablespoons. Well, eight, it's eight it's actually seven point yeah. nine something, but. How do you determine the tablespoons on, on the butter itself? So, first of all, if you're it, it well, so if you're going to use the stick butter, I recommend rather than worrying about tablespoons and all that, you Just try to use either the stick or the half stick. You know, you can always get butter in the half stick. Because, um, like, I know, I, wait, I was always been told uh, one stick of butter is a half a cup, right? Yes. yes. And then yes. a half of the half is a quarter. Yes. So yep. if it calls so, for but, like one tablespoon or two tablespoons, how would you figure that out? So well, there's two one, ways. Um, well, you know that one. If you know that one stick of butter is eight tablespoons, then yeah. if it calls for half a stick of butter, then that would be four tablespoons. Right. A quarter of a stick of butter would be two tablespoons. So if it's if it calls for two tablespoons of butter, and you're trying to convert that into how much of your block you use then if you've got a whole stick of butter and it calls for two tablespoons you use quarter of your stick of butter but what i will do when it really comes to the tablespoon measurements is that's where i will either use the spreadable butter or if i don't have that available let the other butter soften up to where i can actually use a tablespoon to scoop out from the stick that's another way to do it it really helps for it to be really soft. Um, right. So, do, do y'all uh, measure your tablespoons? Would you Would you say they're about a half an inch apart? I use an actual tablespoon to measure my tablespoon. I don't guess. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. So you, I would, um, if you do not, if you don't have them, um, when you're getting your garlic press, get a set of measuring spoons from. Uh, wherever as well and they're really simple you do, honestly don't need them labeled if you keep them together because yes, i have braille i have braille measuring spoons i'm good with that it's just determining okay. the tablespoons on the if i don't use the spread butter and i have to use the stick butter then so, let it soften up to where you can scoop it with a tablespoon that's all you need to do oh just let it get soft enough that you just use your tablespoons to measure it that way yeah yeah Gotcha, and I and I could soften it seven in the microwave just a little bit, couldn't I? Yep, you can, and just let it sit for just fifteen be, minutes. Be careful or... not to do it for too long because otherwise it'll yeah. be melted. Yeah, um, yep. So you only want to do it if you're doing that. Even if you've come got it from the fridge, you only want to do it for like ten seconds if you're going to be then using a yep. spoon to. Okay. Do it. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, well like thank I said, you. You can get this. Is really fun. Excellent. And like I said, the other alternative is also to get the spreadable butter because you don't have to even let it soften. You can just scoop out uh -huh. a tub. Sure. Um, 
so that's another alternative as well. So um, sure. well, like I said, do the maths. And yeah, if depending on and yeah, and depe- yeah, and um, heck, the other thing too though is you know I mean usually extra butter isn't going to hurt anything either except your cholesterol perhaps, but yes. <laughs> um, but if you're um, if you're going to be cooking along with us, you probably don't want to be worrying about that. No. Um, <laughs> we. So. All right. Thank you, Cheryl. Glad you're enjoying the call. And that's um, great. I really like excellent. it. Excellent. All right, Clubhouse. Do we have anybody? Sorry, it took me a minute to unmute. Um, nobody in Clubhouse at this time, Herbie. All right, then. Um, so, you know, guys, it's really, I got to mention this real quick because we got the Mississippi Queen over on Clubhouse and we got Nelvis, who's from, uh, was born in Tupelo, Mississippi, you know, over on the Zoom. And to make matters even more interesting, I, you know, I don't remember it because I was only there for nine weeks, but I was actually born in Columbus, Mississippi. So, um, wait, you don't anyway. remember your first nine weeks? I mean, Ooh, come on, what's no. up with that, Obi? Well, I, I know I did a lot of crying and stuff like that. You know, See, and you said you don't remember any of it. No, I don't, but I can, I can make some guesses just on what I've seen from other babies. So, <laughs> uh, you do have another hand over here. I'm told I cried more than my sister, though. Anyway, which is weird, because <laughs> as growing up, that turns out to be differently. All right, what do we have in Zoom? <laughs> Anne. Hello, Anne. Hi. Um, I buy the um, unpeeled garlic, but I've been freezing it because then it lasts longer. But do you think that changes the flavor? No. I wouldn't think so. It doesn't. I do the same thing. I I, um, separate the cloves out and put them in the freezer myself. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I don't think it changes the flavor. Well, that's why your laundry won't put it away if you keep separating out the cloves. Yes, but you think that would make it easier for it to put itself away because then each pit would know where what it is and where it's supposed to go. That that is true. That that is very true. Um, But no, that shouldn't affect the flavor. So, all right. So um, while we've been dealing with the questions, I've been putting rice on the stove and um, two cups of water and one cup of rice, and we'll let her boil a little bit and then. serve that along with the uh, chicken. So I'm not having rice with mine. You're not having rice with yours? No, so I'm having a big potato first... and peas. Oh, uh, very good. I like potato. Yeah, potato is good. Um, so, I could have had uh, rice, but I don't want rice. Okay, you don't want rice. I'm getting the very strong impression you don't want rice. Not today, I don't. Not today, okay. Well, this is the first I'm cooking rice and she isn't, so uh, it's usually really rare. Which is All funny right. considering I was the one who talked you through how to cook rice. I know. <laughs> it is kind of funny. All right. Uh, do we have any questions on either platform? You have a repeat hand if you want to take that. If, uh, if there's no one there who has not hands? spoken, then yes. Let me check. Let me check. And no, no raised hands in clubhouse right now. All right. Nope, just the one here in in Zoom. All right. Then go so, ahead. Uh, who do we have then? Cheryl. Hello again, All Cheryl. Right, Cheryl. So y'all can hear me now. Yep. Yes. 
Okay, well, I kind of lost my train of thought there for a minute, but I just want to comment. I think this is a wonderful program uh, that you all have going. Uh, one of it, oh, I know what I wanted to ask. When I buy the clove, it has all the ridges on it and so forth and so on. When you're talking about in the recipe, so many cloves of garlic, each individual piece that you cut out is considered a clove, right? That's correct, yes. Yes, though the peeled garlic, um, I've seen it come in two different ways. So the one from Amazon... It comes in like these little uh, pillow packets with like six or so cloves in um, each one. The one from Walmart comes in a big bag and it's just all, the, the garlic is already peeled and split into cloves. So it's not the actual bulb like you would expect from the unpeeled garlic. So, so I guess my term like for the unpeeled garlic, that's called a bulb. It sort of looks like what I would call a truffle. Yeah, the, yeah right. so the, the ones unpeeled, that look like a truffle, yes. that would be a bulb, and and each segment would be a clove. The cloves, basically, it's kind of like an orange slice. Correct. Yep. Exactly. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, How long does this program chocolate. last? Does it end at 10 o'clock? I mean, at 11 o'clock? Okay, good uh, question. So we are technically set for an hour and a half? But it depends on if we need to use the last half an hour. Yep. It really does depend. And uh, by the way, um, we do have previous archives over available on YouTube and Clubhouse. In fact, um, so if you are on Clubhouse, you can subscribe to the ACB Club. And one of the benefits is you can listen to replays of any of the cooking shows that are on there, as well as many of the other events. So I highly encourage you to uh, check that out. Also, I do have some of my cooking calls on YouTube, and I'm going to be getting more uploaded. I have had a backlog because I've had other things going on. So check that out. And also, many of them are podcasted over on acbmedia.org. So go to that site in the podcasts, and you can find Herbie's Cooking Corner. Um, also, also, most of the recipes, are many of the recipes anyway, are now on the ACB Cooks list. Yep. And in addition, I also have a Dropbox folder now, which has many of the recipes as well that I have done. So uh, we, we try to give you all a number of options on how you can access uh, past episodes of the Cooking Corner. So we hope that uh, you'll be able to check those out, Cheryl. And uh, I was going to ask you, on you if I go to YouTube and just uh, search for Herbie, H-E-R-B-Y, apostrophe S. No, Herbie's it's I-E. I-E. Okay. So it's I-E. Herbie's. Herbie's Cooking Corner. Yep. Well, and it is also, playlist. there is a link in the email that you use to get into this room. Yes. So if you got the community email, then you will see one of the links in the Cooking Corner heading is for, um, you know, check out Herbie's Cooking Corner on YouTube, and that'll take you directly to um, that particular, it's a playlist um, within the YouTube channel that I have. And it'll take you directly there, so you don't even have to go searching for it. And um, if you've not done so, by the way, folks, make sure you are subscribed to our daily community emails by sending an email to community at acb.org, where you will get listings of this and the other calls, including the many other cooking ones, such as It's Electric. It's Electric which is happening tomorrow night with uh, Jean Johnson in the kitchen with Courtney. And, which is happening um, every Sunday. Yep, every Sunday. 
and uh, the recipe swap, which happens every other Wednesday. And uh, speaking of the recipe swap, we are uh, looking at our choices because we've decided that we are going to do one of the holiday cookies on the, that one. And uh, I've been co cohorting with my uh, cooking uh, consorts and... Uh, coordinators and all that and uh, we're going to be making cookies and we're even letting him have a stuff? say on which ones we make I know it's impressive and so are we doing that next week or the week after the week after next week is the monkey bread alright yes so let's talk about the monkey bread because I am so looking forward to that one um, this is a recipe that I made a long time ago with in a cooking class actually so um we're gonna be making that next week so stay tuned for that and um so we're getting into the holidays we've got some sweet treats coming up also if you want savory uh, stuff for the holidays courtney on her cooking call on sunday will be doing some nice holiday appetizers all right that'll be good is there any way and, to uh, view courtney's uh class if we're not uh, home at that time um she will also yes. be on clubhouse and on acb media and eventually because of the stuff it's on is on media it'll eventually become podcasted okay it's not on yep. she doesn't have a youtube channel does she she does not no, no. she does not not at the moment maybe okay. at some point but not at the moment okay i should actually talk to her about that see if that's because i could make a playlist on my channel for her if nothing else well um, if if you're willing to do the work she'd probably be up for it yeah, I, I, and I can get some of the replays off of Clubhouse and the ones that I've streamed. So, yeah. All right, I will. I'll, you know, we'll see if we can get that set up for her to have a um, YouTube channel, and we'll see what she. That wants would be to awesome. To that. Yeah. All right, thank you, Cheryl, and I really love your enthusiasm, and we are so glad to have you here. Oh, I'm glad to be here. You're clearing out, clearing up a lot of things. I'm a performing musician, and I have not had much time in the past to really devote to cooking. I've just had to have someone cook for me, and then I reheat it in the oven or the uh, microwave, and I want to do more of it. Excellent. So. Well, you've certainly come to the right place. We do. I really try to do a lot of simple recipes that, you know, you can just. Well, for those of us that are on the go a lot, because I have to go to rehearsals and performances a whole yep. lot. And I, uh, I need something simple. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, and people with low energy need it or, you know, who are busy doing stuff with ACB. Yep. And people are just plain lazy. No. Um, no, actually. Uh, but so did you say this last this this cook this cooking corner lasts an hour and a half in the morning or yes or just every Tuesday okay every Tuesday um, okay yep sometimes we end early depending on if we're done in time or not um yeah I think we're gonna end somewhere in between eleven and eleven thirty today uh huh so it just depends but um yeah at least usually here for an hour if nothing else so uh huh sure we're, very, we're here every week under an hour. Yep. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed being with y'all. I'm going to have to go right now, and I will see you again soon. Uh, real okay, quick, I got to ask, what do you sing or do you play an instrument? Uh, I'm a flutist, and I'm also a pianist, but uh, I play flute mostly. I play with a local symphony orchestra, and I teach right. at a community college, and I have some private students. 
And I well, get if so you've excellent. got any recordings of your performances, you could always submit them for karaoke. Uh, yes, I have done that, and I have appeared on that. I hope to get back to it during during the holidays. So, I want to reach out. To All right, hey Google, stop. My recommendation is don't cook the drumsticks. Whatever you do, hey Google, stop. If you're a drummer, okay, I couldn't resist throwing that in there. Um, all right, you really, Kirby, you, you went there. Alexa, stop. All right, so I'm now going to get this out of the oven. And um, do we have any more raised hands on either platform? Not here in Zoom. Okay. No raised hands in Clubhouse either. I didn't think so. That's why I kept, uh, we let the conversation carry on. Okay. Am I on? We're hearing you, if that's what you're... We are now, yeah. Okay, I do apologize. I got a phone call. And, um... Uh, that uh, kicked me off. Anyway, so we're just checking on the rice right now as it is cooking. But the chicken is done. And I will be serving that. In fact, um, I tell you what we can do is, well, we've got a little bit of time here, is um, I can let my taste tester come and uh, give just you a little piece. a taste test. So with that... So you want me to come out there? Yes, if you don't mind. And we're going to let our uh, taste tester tell you what she thinks of the chicken. As uh, hers will be an unbiased opinion. And... Um, Okay, if you'll get, trying to put some, hold on, it may or may not be, we'll see. Okay, it may be a little bit too hot, she was saying it may be a little bit too hot, so, um, but it's on the plate if you want to give it a minute to cool down. And uh, I'm going to check on this rice. It's going to look like it needs a little bit more water, so we will 
do that and get it where it'll be nice and uh, edible. All right. Okay. So, 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 what's the uh, verdict? Good, maybe. The stuffed bread is a little bit too soft on here. I don't know. It's, um, and then I was wondering kind of what that, I didn't realize this recipe had lemon juice. I wasn't paying attention to everything today, but I did catch that, and I'm not sure. Yes. Um, I thought it was garlic before I was tasting, but as long as there's not too much lemon juice. It's, no, and there's way more garlic in there than lemon juice anyway, so. Yeah, I think it's good. I just think the all right. So yours needs to harden a bit on it. All right. So I tell you what, we will put it in for a couple more minutes, and that'll help the um, breading harden a little bit more. I'm assuming I'm still connected. Yep. Okay. All right. So we are just about out of time, folks. Um, Tori, did you have anything you'd like to add? Um, the tofu tastes good. All right. <laughs> Sorry, while Chanel was trying a piece of the chicken, I was trying a piece of the tofu. <laughs> very good, very good. Um, and also, as I mentioned earlier, you can use alternatives to Ritz crackers if for some reason you don't eat Ritz crackers or can't get ones that are for example gluten free um, if that's an issue for you mm -hmm. and you do have a hand all right who have we got Heidi hey Heidi, Heidi. first of all I think I can hear your roi your rice boiling Yes, yes, you can hear his rice. <laughs> so I, I, I guess we really are cooking with gas, right? No, electric. he uses electric. <laughs> now I'm really cooking with gas. I'm teasing. I'm not. Well, I know. <laughs> anyway, but what yep. was... Did you have a question or comment nope. other than that? Just, just the comment. Okay. All right. Well, guys, um, not much else to really talk about on here. Uh, don't forget, like I said, to check out some of the other calls that are happening. We've got It's Electric tomorrow night. We've got In the Kitchen with Courtney. We've got uh, next week, I'll be making monkey bread. So make sure you tune to that. Yep, monkey bread followed by holiday cookies followed by granola. Yes, indeed. So... And then, and then we'll start telling you afterwards about January. Yes. Um, we do have a couple of guests lined up for January, but we will tell you more about that as we get closer. And also when so. I send Herbie the list so he actually knows who, what everybody is doing. Exactly. Including myself. So. That, that, that always seems to come in handy, you know, me knowing what I'm doing. So... All right, guys. Well, um, this would stay straight in the burner here. And don't forget, if you have a recipe that you would like to have featured on here, either you want to cook it yourself or you'd like us to do it, uh, to at least consider doing it, 
then uh, send a, a, an email to acbcooks at gmail.com or community at acb.org asking to be connected with us and we will take a look at it. Indeed we will. And, I will warn um, you, we don't have any slots until February now. Yep. But uh, so it's definitely a good idea to, if you want us to consider something, to get it on that list for our consideration, like pronto. So, because uh, as you heard, we are kind of uh, fully booked at the moment. So, um, and we do uh, um, have uh, things planned. So, all right, guys. Well, I want to thank everybody, Nancy, for hosting in Zoom. Thank you for uh, Deb for uh, streaming. Thank you, uh, Allison, for hosting, moderating in Clubhouse. And we'll check for both of you guys. Do we have any final hands? Not in Zoom. No hands. All there right. You go. Sorry. Not in Clubhouse. <laughs> no, you're fine. I, I, I left it open-ended because I was pretty sure we didn't have anybody. So um, you're fine. All right. And thank you, Twinkling Tori, as always, for co-facilitating. And thank you, Kirby, for facilitating. Yep. And thank you, everybody, who come to these calls, whether you're first time. And no matter how you're listening, I appreciate every single one of you. So.